welcome back to Coping with Covid. It is episode three this week and I'm joined by my wonderful guests, Christy and Nikita, who are going to be telling us a little bit about what they've been doing to keep busy in lockdown, what I've been doing now that we're all kind of back into uni work and have stuff to be getting on with. I'd like to say a massive thank you to everyone who's been listening so far. It gives me a reason, gives me something to do each week, which is really all I can ask for. Um, and to make sure you follow the Instagram account at Coping with Covid to see pictures of all the activities and stuff that we talk about during the podcast and just generally be updated when there's a new episode uploaded. This episode does contain some strong language, but without any further ado, grab yourself a wee drink, sit down with us, and I hope you're safe, hope you're healthy, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Girls into STEM just got that (laughs) flavour. That's just quarantine, it's just walking in around the same tank. No, that's day. just me walking around my room with a yeah. blank expression on my face. Well, imagine, <laughs> imagine walking around one room, I have a whole flat. Okay, flat. Not like I live in a house yeah. or anything. <laughs> you just live in a singular room in the middle of a field. Minecraft starter hot vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Christy and Nikita, how are we doing? Alright. Alright. <laughs> Do great. Both. Thank you. How about yourself? Not too bad, not too bad. Just living those lockdown dreams. Yeah. Getting getting through it. Nikita just said yeah, getting through it. It took the biggest gulp of corona I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you know, how are you doing? Is it is it proving kind of difficult now, the whole lockdown thing? I mean, like me personally, I'm all right, I guess, because mm-hmm. I am just kind of sat in a flat by myself, which isn't maybe the greatest of experiences for more mm-hmm. like for what's gonna for what's going to be like two months. Yeah. But I still have people who I know in St Andrews, so like yeah, see good. them like. I'll try and see them like once a day for my one daily bit of exercise Mm. or my one daily shop trip yes from at least two meters away do you go to shops every day yes as an excuse to go outside (laughs) so yeah it is week three of lockdown officially today um And the current kind of news kind of situation that we've got is that this will not be the last week of lockdown, as originally stated. I think we kind of all knew that. Yeah. But um, was that the original statement? Yeah, yes. three That's weeks. So cute. It, it, um, it, it, it was just meant to be three weeks, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to. They be haven't longer. officially said anything yet about extending it, but I just. I reckon I'm going to miss there. my birthday. Yeah. The, um, vi- the vibe is there. The vi- <laughs> the lockdown the vibe is continuing to. Pass the vibe check, unfortunately. Yeah. Evie. Hello. See if um, we're still in lockdown on my birthday. Can we do a birthday podcast? <laughs> I would love like to do a birthday podcast. Room yes. After like three months of quarantine, just on my own. Yes. No, Having 100%. gone insane. I think mine might be the same. Mine might be a birthday podcast on my own in my room. Big vibes. <laughs> it's a difficult time. And I think, uh, well, they've kind of said that lockdown will continue for the foreseeable future, which we kind of all knew, but that's for some people for a lot of people it's quite unsettling because that's not like an end date but then even if they do give us an end date it just doesn't really mean much because they could just extend it yeah 
but it looks like it's I think people look forward to having summer. something to be like, oh, it's only four more weeks, that means I can get through it. But yes. if you're thinking like, oh, it could be like three months. A hundred percent. I think it's even if it moves, it much could just easier be if like the government come out and say it's going to be another three weeks. People go okay, and get to end that three weeks and say it's another three weeks. People are probably will deal with that better than if they're like, nope, it's the next four months. Stay inside. You'd probably be like. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> yeah, because I do feel like if they just came out with four months, people would be like, well, fuck it, I'm not staying inside for four months. I'm yeah. like, go out and endanger people would, everyone. People would go I mean, out and endanger people, and I think people, people are would dumb. struggle. People aren't staying inside, like, even now. Mm. Like, Who do you know that's not staying inside? It's so well, bad. No, so, it's so bad. So, some of my mates that live in London, well, that are currently in London, rather. Um, that's a madness if it's in London as well. One of them was driving to the shops the other day, and he just sends a, a picture to our group chat of people like sunbathing in a park. Yeah. And people it's just so cutting bad. about the streets. My favorite news story that I read this week was uh, it was like a video and pictures of a policeman going up to like a group of people on a beach having a barbecue at the weekend, and he politely like asked them to like go like leave, disband the group, and go home. And they, like, say no. So he just calmly goes, okay, walks away. They continue with the barbecue. He goes down to the waterfront, takes his hat off and fills it up with water, walks back up and just, like, dumps it all over their barbecue and, like, all over them. And they're all just sitting there, like... Um, I haven't seen that And he's like, right, fuck off home now. (laughs) Which is a very good way to handle it, I think. If you're going to completely disregard the rules and everybody's safety to have a fucking barbecue... Like, fair enough, have a barbecue with your household at home or you know, on your front doorstep or something, but do not go to a public beach with a big group of people and mm. selfishly endanger the lives of people who are trying to get by, trying to protect their loved ones. Yeah. You know, not about that at all. So, I, I Yeah, that it's so sad when you see, like, people making such big sacrifices, like NHS workers sleeping in their cars and not seeing their families and then yeah. people cutting about with friends. Yeah. Does my nothing. <laughs> but, you know... It's a madness. All we can try and do is spread awareness keep doing our bits to inside so i'm trying to do that keep doing I'm, our bits i'm doing our bit <laughs> i'm maybe doing my bit too much i've not really been out like hardly at all i <laughs> last week i was running and that's just been basically completely disregarded since starting this oh, week <laughs> i know i know it's bad because you were running as well and like i should yes. be keeping it up and i'm gonna try and get back into it but the next month is absolutely horrendous for me. I'll get into that in a minute, but, but it's going to be rough to keep myself active. Woman's got too much workload. Also, can we talk about uni for a sec and how the fact that our one is still going full steam ahead, pretty much? That's what I was going to ask. How are you guys coping at the moment with workload after a week back? Um, I'm not really. I did a compulsory, like compulsory assignment today that was due in in like two hours from when I did it, and that was it. <laughs> That's a bit mad. I actively ignore everything yeah. else. Living in your life, that's. I wish I had that. No, as in I had, I had more that I really, really should be doing, but it just wasn't gonna just not have serious repercussions yeah. if I didn't do it right this second. Right, I get you. Yeah, finding literally anything else to do. Like I would have had a lot of stuff to do had uni gone ahead, basically. Well, as planned. Yeah. But biology, I've cancelled the exams. Chemistry, I've cancelled mm. exams. Maths is so the maths is the only exam that's going ahead, and that's. That's like two hours open book, supposedly. Like Class. that's the plan at the moment. I've got like two biology assignments during next week or the week after, one next week, one week after, and like two chemistry things as well. So I'm just kind of chilling. 
what is your workload, Evie? Because you had to, like, go and have a talk to someone to be like, can it, I can't actually provide <laughs> what you're asking for. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it first thing tomorrow morning because I was like, there's no point in doing it right now. I just wanted to enjoy, like, my evenings, you guys, have a glass of wine. But basically, I mean, all spring break, I was, like, slaving away on my computer project with, um, my friend Amy. Um, Hmm. And then I was very fully aware that my workload after submitting that yesterday was quite a lot. Like I knew that I have, I've got two 2000 word essays and two like really big computing assignments due. And I knew that they were a lot, but I hadn't quite comprehended the layout of how it did. So I was like, after handing that in, I was like, right, I'm going to sit down and like look at my timetable and like look at when they're due and put it into the calendar and work out like how long it's going to take me. And I did that. And I ended up being like, right, shit, I need to, like, plan next week, especially for this essay, like, literally by the hour every day, knowing what I have to do if I want to get it done and, like, make sure I stick to it. And I've done that for the next month as I've planned out every single day from nine till nine at night, like, what I have to do. And I've basically figured that, like, unless I only take about half an hour break for every day for, like, lunch, it's not feasible at all like getting it all done and that's if i'm working productively that's a madness which is not, uh, not okay right. at all and like it's really difficult for me to like figure out how to go about it because i'm definitely going to contact obviously like my tutors and be like yo this isn't feasible but i can't yeah. ask for an extension because then it just goes into the next one and the one like i like it's really difficult for me to think about i could maybe ask them to like cut bits back for me but like I don't know how I'm gonna go I'm gonna speak to them and see what they say but I'm was very very stressed earlier and a little bit concerned so I've got that to deal with but basically yeah the next four weeks are going to be very busy for me work-wise like my days are going to be busy which in some ways is good like it means that I'm not bored yeah but you are stressed yeah it's not healthy for sure because yeah it's just not great like if I was at uni this workload wouldn't be it wouldn't be like this, so I need to, need to have a little chat. I think I just didn't luck out in the, like, module combinations in terms of, like, what happened because yeah. all my exams got cancelled mm-hmm. and they've made up for that with extra coursework. So I think that's, yeah. But, you know, I'll speak to them, see what they say, and if they come back and they say they can't do anything, I'll just have to buckle down and just do my best that I can and then just know that that was all I could do, so... Yeah, I mean, anyway, even if the, like, you don't end up working to your full ability on all of them and you give, like, what, 60% on every single thing that you've been given, because mm-hmm. you can't give your 100% to all of them, and you get a low grade because of it, everyone's having low grades at the moment because none of us can work well, and, like, they're exactly. always going to take into consideration these yeah. second semester grades were heavily affected by what was going on. Oh, 100%. And, you know, everyone's kind of in the same boat. I know quite a lot of unis have cancelled all their classes and all their exams, but I know some haven't, and I know other ones are also in the same boat. People, you know, still having to work from home, and it's still a lot expected of them. So, uh, you know, it could be worse. I could be, you know, could be ill, or I could be yeah, that's true. doing something really, really difficult. I'm at least doing things that I enjoy, and I just gotta, gotta try. I'm trying to be positive about it, which isn't my usual style, but I yeah. feel like, I feel like that's the way <laughs> forward. So, positivity is key, ladies. Um, going back to like current current news, something else that's just happened the scottish health officer yeah. minister woman uh, just resigned <laughs> she just dipped she was like you know what if there was stupid, ever a moment it's now stupid woman took her second day second day outing second outing in a day rather after telling the entire nation to not do it she was like fuck it i'll go i'll go out again i'll go fife and the police caught her and was like you need to stop doing this. 
rules apply to you too. And then she was like, uh, oops. And then Nicola was like, um, she probably sort that out, babe. And then she was like, gonna resign because I can't abide by my own goddamn rules. And do you know what? It made me laugh. So that's something. <laughs> Imagine making a rule and like trying to enforce it so heavily across a whole, like that many people. And they're just being like, you know what? This, it doesn't apply to me. It's just the fact that she is a medical professional. Like, somebody with great... In- you don't even have to have any knowledge of medicine to understand that stopping the spread... The risks associated, yeah. Stops the stress on the NHS and everything that follows. But she... that is Her literal job was to, like, know these things and, like, share it and, like, influence the government to make the correct decisions. And then she was like, fuck it, we walked five. Fuck it, let's go out. This <laughs> is not how it worked! It's oh. not even like she was like a normal citizen who they're on their second time out and like the police don't know you. Like they might not have got what known that you went out on your first time. Right. So you can reason it in your head like it's fine. Like it's you, bitch. <laughs> she probably has security and people like checking up on her and shit. And she was like, ah, no one's going to be counting the number of walks that I have legally, you know, stated or allowed. It's fucking some people anyway, but you know. The wee sc- some people at Scottish Health <laughs> The video, you know the like um, voiceovers of like Nicola Sturgeon that she did when she's like, stay the fuck at home, I can't be going around, clean up your shit, and it's like really funny. They did yeah. another one yeah. for her and it like that came out today, it was so class. Um, so that, that totally lifts up my mood, that was very funny. But yeah, like, Christy, you're at home. I am. How's the family? How's the family life? Is it is it going alright or is it grating on you a little well, bit? Well, I mean, I do dream of being in St Andrews. I think I miss, like, obviously the independence. Like, you move to uni because you're so ready to leave the house oh, and, like, 100%. get ready to live on your own. And then Corona comes and is like, psych, bitch. Like, get back in there for at least <laughs> six months before you, like, start second year, I guess. Psych, bitch. Um, <laughs> it's alright. Like, me and my mum and my sister have always got on really well. Um, so it is okay. Evie, are you feeding alcohol to your little brother? <laughs> no, I'm getting topped up. <laughs> Kirsty knows what to do. She does. Got her whips. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm living with my mum and my sister, and the thing is that my dad is living on his own in the other house, and I'm not visiting anymore, obviously. Um, and he's always like, Clearly. oh, like, come and meet up, like, we'll go for a walk. And I'm like, no, because you see your mum every day, and she's an old woman, so I'm not going to see you. Mm-hmm. So I think he's finding it hard, because he's just, like, having to be on his ones. But three of us are living it up anyway. His ones. <laughs> yeah, that's that is difficult having divorced parents. Yeah, it's kind of hard because usually you were able to manage your time between them, but now I just sort of have to pick yeah. a household, and I've gone with the one my sister's in because she's younger. So yeah, yeah, for sure. That is that is difficult, and I think it's something that I I hadn't really actually thought about. I think obviously in the privileged position that I hadn't really considered it. That is really difficult, I would say, especially for people who've got really young children. I can imagine that's... Yeah. And it's quite a big strain on a single parent as well, if your kids are really young. Yeah, and it's a big bunch of, like, loneliness and, I guess, like, a more... I was going to say FOMO. That's that's not the word, but you know you know what I mean. <laughs> FOMO for having... If your yeah, kids are, you know, with, with their uh, other parent and are getting to experience, like, time with them, you're going to be a bit upset that you're missing out on that. I don't know, I think that's totally what I'm saying. I should have said FOMO. Anyway. 
The one thing I didn't miss is my mum getting on my tits literally every second of the day. Be like, Chrissy, why did you get up at 12? Chrissy, why haven't you, like, eaten this massive buffet of a meal three times a day? And just, she's annoying. She's a little nitpicker. But she's fine. I like a strangler, but otherwise. <laughs> Seems to be the common vibe from my, my previous guest. Um, really? That, that family. Yeah, you know, it's the people you love the most, like, like great on you the most, I think. Just because... It's a lot to be around. Yeah, to be fair, like, our parents are adjusting to treating us like separate adults. Yeah. Because um, obviously they never had to do that before we left, and now I'm here, and I'm, she'll tell me something, and I'll be like, don't tell me what to do, Carol. I know, I've not oh, unpacked some of my bags from uni, and I can tell every time my mum, like, puts her head around the door of my dad, the, like, physical, like, twitch that comes with the restraint of being like, why haven't you unpacked those bags, or why is your room a bit of a mess, or they're like twitching in the corner and I'm like going tell me tell me yeah see that's the worst is when they're trying not to say it and you just they just look at you a certain way and you're like I know shut up (laughs) if it was anywhere else in the house they would tell me because it's their space but this is my space so it's okay well I think if it got any messier I'd probably get a an intervention a brief knock on the door telling me to sort my shit out so that that was that needs to be done but got a month before I've got time to fucking do that so (laughs) Nikita how's um like being away from your folks and that or were you starting to miss them at all or um i feel like i'm enjoying being on my once here more than i'd enjoy being at home stuck uh-huh. with my parents that's fair uh partly like partly because i spent most of my gap year sitting at home with my parents mm-hmm. ah that's very because, fair that's good yeah because i was See, like, no because i was crippled and, oh, and, yeah. and and also couldn't leave the house. <laughs> Why can you leave? Did you have a warrant out for your arrest or something? What? Why can uh, you leave the house no, without a warrant no, for your no, arrest? No, because I was crippled. As in, like, I couldn't <laughs> walk. I thought there were separate categories. No. <laughs> they can wheel you, maybe. <laughs> yeah, so spent a good few months, spent a good few months sitting at home then. Uh-huh. Uh, I, ju- I just got so bored because all, yeah, all I yeah. do is, is watch Netflix, eat, mm-hmm. and then sleep. Yeah, and currently he- describing my life. And, like, granted, yeah, now I have some work to do, but that would just not go well at home. Yeah, you feel like you're going to say no, it's not yeah. going well it, at home. It would not be happening. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. It's fine. I've got I've got some mates. Go running. And go for walks. That's weather, we, the the weather's definitely helping. Mm-hmm. Like it's been it, mad. It's been really sunny. nice. It was a very nice yeah. night. I mean, tonight. to be fair, if if it was pouring with rain, it might encourage more people to stay inside. Yeah. True. I, it's hard. I think there's a balance. We popped up to see my gran. You know, like leave stuff on her door and then chat to her from the street. Um, because it's her birthday today and she's really fed up um, and I think when the weather gets a bit warmer that'll really help with like the isolation blues people at least able to like sit outside and be outside in the fresh air but at the same time it is causing all these problems with people like going to the parks and sunbathing and things like that so it's it's a it's a win and lose situation you know if the weather's shit it famously makes people feel like shit especially in Scotland um, bad weather is like we all got seasonal effective depression. Yeah, it's really bad. So I'm, it's a two-sided coin for sure, but 
What I was going to say is I actually saw this person on Twitter and I actually don't know if she was from... She must have been from the UK because it was kind of in relevance to that headline of everyone going out and sunbathing like mm. recently and there's videos of like po- like major roads in cities like Brighton and stuff like that just being covered in people. Oh, really? And she was like... Brighton would be mad She said, right she was like... Obviously, they're saying don't go out and sunbathe or don't go out and be in public spaces like parks. But like, if you have a garden, you can go in that. If you don't have have a garden, garden, you don't have a balcony or anything, then you're going to go insane just cooped up in a house. So she was like, I would campaign at some point for people to have like passes based on whether they have like a suitable outdoor space to be in. And then they're allowed to go to public spaces like parks just to limit the amount of people that go. Because if you have enough garden, then it's like the government could say, well, you can just use that for your fresh air. Yeah. But if you have no outdoor space and you would just be literally locked in the same like tiny bit of square feet for months, then yeah, maybe you could. Be I think the like being allowed outside because that was actually discussed this week on the news was that might be changed altogether, as you just said, to like not being allowed out at all if it's if people are going to continue to disregard it. Um, I think yeah, the problem is people waiting in places and staying in places too long. They're not only there for an hour; they're out for quite a while, or they're meeting up with people so it needs to like if you if you're going to go out whether or not you have a garden you need to not chat folk like sit with them in the park and sunbathe for four hours you know what i mean mm. but like you know it's, it's difficult i'm not sure how you would how you would cope if you had to stay inside all the time if you physically didn't have like a little bit of space to at least breathe in um yeah those people with pets as well like how do you deal with that i mean that's so true i mean dogs are loving it right now my dog is happy as larry he's so happy everyone's home all the time um but to be fair if you live in a house without a garden you've got a big dog like a husky type breed for example they like a lot of walks it would be like very detrimental to their health if they don't get out it's it's an essential outing is that classified under that maybe Uh, from what i've gathered if you've got a pet your exercise for the day would be walking them but that's like a really good point big dogs who need multiple walks a day that are quite long if for example you were a single person household and you had a dog that needed three 30 minute walks a day or whatever you neglect that it will be as you say detrimental to their health so like how does that how does that work because you know if you're a larger family you can take turns taking them out yeah but if you're on your own Mm. it would have to at some point be essential Potential outing, I guess. People living in cities, no one has gardens. Like, it's I'm pretty sure it's the norm nowadays to not have a garden because you, there's so many houses and not enough space that people just don't have gardens. You know, if you live in London, you're not gonna have a garden unless you live in like yeah. a little bit of the outer realms. Oh, like, you're really outer fancy realms. <laughs> <laughs> Evie has definitely been to London. <laughs> no, this is because I'm. We're watching all the Marvel films in like the correct chronological order as a family like that's what we've been doing at night and we're 10 so 10 films in now it's the the whole oh, like man. thing is like 25 films or something um yeah and this is that's where the outer realms thing has just come from i've been watching far too many marvel films i think <laughs> but you know that's actually that's a something i point. want to do at some point watch it's all the marvels so like that class. because i've only seen infinity war so i have absolutely no context damn you can tell that was a date, can't yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> Very good point, actually, yes. That was that was a lot of laughter from you, Have you been in the same position? <laughs> no, it was just funny. 
Um, Thank you. I just wasn't. I just wasn't. Just wasn't expecting that. It came out of nowhere. Um, but yeah, so some funny stuff to come out of this week that I've uh, I've, I've noted down so I didn't forget. Um, my my favorite, I think, actually, was only about an hour ago. Um, my mum comes through to me with a video that she's seen on Facebook of this family like learning a TikTok dance, and she goes like, "Oh no!" All seriousness, she's like. I really want us, like our family, to learn a TikTok dance, and then follows that with, "I don't even know what TikTok is, but I want to do it." And I was like, "Okay," and then proceeded to watch this ten-minute video of a family like learning a TikTok dance together, like a group of five people. Um, so I'm scared for the future. Um, what that could hold, uh, with this whole TikTok dance thing. Evie, you're gonna hate me for saying this, but that's exactly like you. Like she is exactly the same as you, and you're exactly like that as a mom. (laughs) Um, it could be very funny, but I can also imagine it being like the worst thing to occur. Just like my family trying to get along and choreograph a dance. So that might be this week's. Activity. Which of you and George is more TikTok literate? Um, Evie, I definitely. Know. I don't know. My yeah. brother's, my brother's but he's more the generation. <laughs> he is more the generation. Evie binges them on a nightly basis. Shut up! No, I do not. <laughs> Evie, you gotta you gotta respond to these claims, or mm-hmm. I no, I've not watched TikTok in a while. Actually, my dad's got TikTok. And no. but he doesn't use it right, and it really annoys us. He doesn't have an account, um, and he watches every video that comes up the full length, even the ones that come up like you know how this like ones come up that like no one's seen. They like have no likes, no views, and they're like random old men, and it's like the worst thing. And you would just normally skip it. He watches every single TikTok, so his feed is just like a fucking mess. Like the al- <coughs> he's broken TikTok's algorithm, and it is beautiful. I'm so confused. <laughs> Because George was like, Dad, it'll only show you stuff you like if you like the stuff that you like. And he was like, no, I don't like anything. And he was like, okay, well, that's fine because it'll just show you the stuff you like based on how long you watch them for. He was like, I watch all TikToks for the full length. And we were like, okay. So yeah, his, his comes up with like football and then like some like 13-year-old girl doing a shitty dance and then like an old man like trying to like do the Macarena and then like a funny one and then like... Uh, Americans Got Talent top 10, you know, performance. It's like the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so yeah, TikToks seems becoming a family favourite. I don't quite know how that's happened. I'm not happy about it, but... I'm, I'm not letting my sister invade the rest of us with TikTok. Because oh I just know my mum would find it, like, funny and try and be down with the kids, and I don't want to have it happen. Oh dear. Um, another thing. At some point... I really have no recollection of how this came about, but we started talking about army ranks um, as a family, and then my I'm dad... an expert on this. <coughs> oh, why is that, Christy? Having the <laughs> chihuahua boyfriend that I do. <laughs> Irene, if you're out there, we love you. Uh, big kisses, you're not a chihuahua. Ha, didn't say that. I can't believe you just called Irene a chihuahua on the podcast. <laughs> I've done it to his face before, it's fine. It's a joke. <laughs> Yeah, so um, discussing the army ranks, we discovered that George thought the words general, as in like general, you know, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. general Kenobi, oh, yes. and and hello there, <laughs> journal, as in like diary, were the same words. So that was funny. I'm sorry to out you like that, but yeah, general <laughs> and journal, not the same word. I don't know where lieutenant is, but I know that a lot of people have a lot of feelings about the way it should be said. Yeah. 
lieutenant, lieutenant, all that good stuff. I have a known. I didn't even know there was multiple kinds of sergeant, but you know I don't want to delve into that world. I'm Dad, Aaron Christy. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> flex. I only know that because Aaron went from a sergeant to a color sergeant and was like, oh, "Are you yeah. proud?" I was like, "What's that? What are they? <laughs> what does this mean?" <laughs> Another thing that um, I, it's so odd and it's such a rabbit hole. I really have no idea how we got there, but um, one day I came through and my brother and my parents were like, "Oh, sit down. We're you know." just watching videos we were like oh what what, what were you watching and they were like oh you know just every single levi's jeans commercial from the 1980s in order why and i was like um, <laughs> why okay one one how and two why <laughs> but you know what they're fucking incredible right this is something i realized like they are pieces of art like i do recommend if you've just, you been converted like, to the watching every single levy's jean commercial <laughs> No, because they're so cool, and they were like, apparently, like, you know, first adverts, I sound like such a fucking Gen Z right now, but um, they're like the first, like, time that, especially people in the UK had seen adverts that weren't just like, here's Levi's jeans, you should totally buy them. It was like, it's like an art, like, it's like a short film, but like 20 seconds long, and they're really fucking cool. Um, so yeah, for some reason, we did that one night, we sat and watched every single Levi jeans commercials. They've all got class soundtracks as well, but... I think you're all going a little bit insane. Just, just a touch, just a little bit. You know, if you're really, really bored to the point where you have literally nothing else to do, hit up those Levi Jean commercials. Because, um, <laughs> you know, they are entertaining and they only take a couple minutes to watch. So it was an interesting, interesting night. I don't, I don't really know why that came about. That's just the life we're leading now. You know, you take any piece of entertainment you can get. So true, that's the truth of that. True. Do you miss the chillers, Nikia? Uh, yeah, actually, I do sometimes. But just think but, about them little furry boys. Well, yeah, but at the same time, it's just one <laughs> less responsibility. Of course, Nikia has a chinchilla. He's got multiple. <laughs> Is that you have he got home at Christmas and he sent me a snap of them and was like, "They're somehow still alive." I was like, "I don't trust you yeah. with any sort of responsibility <laughs> over any living creature." What's the name of your chinchillas? Let's not go down that rabbit hole. I swear you've told me, and they're Please. fucking weird. Don't you mean chinchilla hole? Hey. Uh, <laughs> the phrase chinchilla hole is not what I enjoy. Chinchillas are weird. Yeah, but... What are the names? Because you it's told me what they were, so and I remember weird. thinking they were funny. But Please tell me their names. Um, so, right. <laughs> Can I already tell you the class? So, when we got the first one, um, we got sold that chinchilla, like... As a boy, so 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 the owner was like, "Oh, this is this is a male. Here, take it." And and and. That's how most I hope this is how the exactly how the so transaction went down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and we named and we named the chinchilla Theo, and we're like, "Cute, I like that." We're like, "Yeah, cool, works out." Oh, I see where this is going. We then yeah, well yeah, we then later realized. It's a girl. Uh-huh. And we're like, hmm, maybe not Theo. Or let's just, like, change it to Thea or something. Thea. <laughs> yes, Thea. <laughs> so creative. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm well known for my creativity. Mr. Science. Yes. 
You know if he said that and my fairy lights just switched on in the distance magically without touching them? It's Mr. Science yeah, Boy. Lighting boys. You know, light gang. <laughs> so what's the other ones called? Uh, the other one's called Fiona. Fiona? Fiona. <laughs> Fiona the chinchilla! No. He called him Fiona and Fiona and I was nah. like, that's funny. She's bad angry though. Like, she's just aggressive. <laughs> Did you never have to Fiona from Shrek? I mean... Because she could be aggressive. Like, the the, the resemblance is there. <laughs> <laughs> to the, uh, She's but angry. To the, uh, to the ogre form, at least. <laughs> Just imagine an absolutely raging chinchilla, <laughs> like, scratch at the bar, someone comes by, he's like, Nikhil, what's this one called? And you just go, Fiona. <laughs> Fiona. Well, you know, my fish, um, we've Fiona's got, I don't even angry. know how many fish we've got anymore, but um, we've got a little fish tank, and my mum's favourite pastime, we'd come home from school one day and she would have just, like, bought another goldfish, and the names of these damn fish, right? So we've got, we at one point did have four, and we had fish, Daniel, Craig, Keith, and Lemon. <laughs> did she name them after janitors? <laughs> Other than Lemon. <laughs> no, she named them after Daniel Craig and Keith, Keith Lemon. Lemon. Christy, you know, the two on. celebrities. Can I eat that? <laughs> Obviously. Um, after janitors. <laughs> Keith and Craig, <laughs> come on. Like, what? Lemon and Daniel what, what, have since passed, so it's just what Craig janitors and Keith. you know called Lemon? <laughs> <laughs> I said apart from Lemon. Anyway. Oh yeah, so you know that's that's fun naming pets after like middle-aged white men. It's a good time. There was one called Gary at one point. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> See the fish. janitor's theme. Thank you very much. <laughs> Actually, that's a good point. Daniel, Keith, no. and Greg be really fixing their own fishbowl. You can see it happening. <laughs> fixing their own fishbowl. Christ Almighty. Speaking of fish, did you know that for from the ages of like as, as far as I can remember until like last year, I was convinced that my family oh God, when I was like that I was convinced that when I was four, my family had goldfish and that I killed them, and I lived with this remorse and this guilt like bent up, and I told my I made a joke about it to my mom, and she was like, "We never had fish. We've never owned pet fish." Christy, you had some dark past life. I lived with like the guilt of murder. How have you convinced my yourself mind? that you killed a fish? How do you do that? Um, I don't know. I had a very vivid was, imagination as a kid, and you know was, how when you're small, like you can't tell yeah. dreams, from, dreams from reality. Was so. Finding Nemo a bit too real for you? I, I don't, well, they were goldfish. They weren't clownfish. So I don't know. <laughs> What's that bitch in Finding Nemo called with the braces and shakes yeah, the bag? What's she called? I, I well, I'm not ginger, so don't start comparing you. me. I, aren't you? <laughs> actually, this is up for debate. I'm actually a, a rare half-breed. Jokes, please. You're not ginger. You're so far from ginger. No, I'm not saying that I am, but my skin is. My dad's ginger. Right, let's not going to talk about it because I'm going to get bullied about it, as per usual. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And rightfully so. Good. Right, so, we've successfully managed to avoid the entire point of the podcast up until now <laughs> Christy what have you been doing this week to keep yourself busy in lockdown well it's an interesting um approach I've just sort of you know how you like just kind of sit there and like consume content 
while you're bored and lonely. <laughs> the, <laughs> the vast majority of the content I've consumed has been of the horror or scary genre. Um, and you might that think is this terrifying. is a bit of a weird choice, but so far I've been reading The you're Shining by Stephen okay. King. Good oh my book. god, you've been reading it. It is one of the best books. So class. I'm finding it a bit hard to get into, but still, like it's. It, I was creeped out by like chapter three. Um, mm-hmm. I've also been reading World War Z, which is a very interesting choice for the current situation because that's also about a it's, very deadly pandemic. <laughs> not a big fan of that, but it's I. Yeah. I didn't like the film, but... The film apparently has absolutely no relation to the book other than the title. Like, I have heard it, from it, the it, internet it, that they it are doesn't. completely different. Yeah. Oh, really? It, it that's doesn't. interesting. The book is nice. It's like it's a bunch of... Z's it's like told zombie. by a bunch of short, like, interviews with people who've been through whatever happened. So yeah. it's like, oh, you can really do it in a different. film because there's like, there must be hundreds of people that they mm-hmm. talk to. But, yeah. um, yeah, that's good, but it does make me terrified for my life because what if COVID-19 uh-huh. developed into a zombie virus and then we all died and there was nothing I could do about mm-hmm. it? Uh-huh. Anyway. <laughs> what other scary films have you been watching? Well, I watched the entirety of American Horror Story Asylum. Which I've been meaning to do for a while. Oh, that's this is a very season. slutty piece of horror, if I do say so myself. But it was <laughs> it quite enjoyable. Indeed. It, is indeed. it is good. Um, I sort of watched In the Tall Grass, which is another Stephen King. Yeah, that looks scary. I'm a that's big one fan of Netflix, King. right? It's a little bit scary, but when you think about it afterwards, like the premise isn't that scary because it's a little bit weird. Uh huh. I'm not going to spoil it. Like, anything I say, if it's going to spoil it, I'm not going to do that. But, um, yeah, which has been a really bad decision, because I don't deal well with, like, horror... Oh, I also watched The Platform, the new Netflix one, the Spanish one. The the first half of that is good. (laughs) Yeah, Nikita's got feelings about that. I was watching it, and he stabbed me like, I hate the ending. To be fair, I like the ending, you know. Yeah, there's a a point where I just went, like, what the fuck is this? It was really, <laughs> really, really, really good Me up until a certain point. Yeah. It took a certain journey, which was more about the message than like what the rest of the film had yeah. been going towards. Mm-hmm. But I liked where the film was going uh, in the first place. And you were sort writing. of geared up and ready for where the film was going to yeah. take you in that sense. And then it didn't happen, which was mm. a bit of a... Mm-hmm. That's a bit meh. Anyway, I deal really badly yeah. with panic, so I can't hack lockdown because I'm going to bed at like one in the morning and the house is all quiet and I can't even go to the bathroom because I'm just uh-huh. sitting there peeing myself because of whatever I've just watched or read excellent healthy choices from Christy things you like to see not that <laughs> right Nikita hit me what have you been doing oh boy what haven't I been doing <laughs> Try to a little bit more sincere. Yeah. I dare you. Firstly, consuming vast amounts of Brewdog. Oh, which, good choice. Nice beer. Which, which, I, which I have become a fan of. Um, have you tried Elvis? Please? Yes, we I have. We talked about this in last week's episode. Yeah. A good one. Yeah. That, that and um, Clockwork Tangerine are, I'd say, my two favorite ones. That's what I was... Right, okay. Nikita, Is that a play on the Clockwork That's what I was... Well, well, well. So, Clockwork yes, Orange Christy. would be would be copyrighted by other people. Yeah, I said, is that yeah. a play on it? Oh, a play on it. Yeah, I, I, I didn't hear that. <sighs> Big brain moves from Christy. <sighs> My bad. <laughs> yeah, last week's episode, I was drinking Clockwork Orange while we talked yeah. about Elvis juice. So we're on the same page, man. Yeah. You. you know, um, so Brewdog had this offer on where 
you could trade in 50 empty cans for a share of their company. A madness. Right. And that's what you're well, aiming well, for. Well, that's your well, goal. so, so, they started this offer, I, th- I think, like, at the start of the year, I'm assuming, or, like, whenever they opened up after Christmas. And uh-huh. two of my water polo friends found out about it maybe, like, midway through February, or, like, towards the end of February. Water polo, excellent. Um, and they were, like, uh, and so the two of them were, like, yo, let's do this, like, because they drink Brewdog anyway. Like, they drink a considerable amount of it. So it's, uh-huh. de- it's definitely doable for them. And uh-huh. they, uh, between the two of them, they managed to get, like, 30 cans in a week. Wow. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, That's more than two I think, weeks per day. Yeah, well, yes. Uh, uh, like <laughs> by the time, <laughs> I just wanted to prove uh, to everyone that I am qualified to study physics. Thank you. By the time <laughs> spring break rolled around, and like they both went home, they had uh, just over a hundred. So, oh so, so, so a share each, and I was thinking, mm-hmm. hmm, I'm sitting here for at least all of spring break, probably, uh, probably yeah. a bit more. Well. Definitely more than that because I'd ha- I'd be back here when teaching started, so I was like, right, you know yeah. what? I'm gonna hop on this as well. I'm gonna order like all the discounted ones on the Brudo website, like like the ones that I like the look of anyway, mm-hmm. and try and get myself to like fifty empty cans by I don't know like the end of uh, the end of the academic year or like at least the start of exams. A very so, doable goal. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. So. That was doable, so I'd have, like, oh, I can one evening, then go, like, a couple of days without anything, have, like, another can. And then I saw a post on on their Instagram saying, 14 days left of the offer. Oh, shit. (laughs) And, and... Tell me you did it. No, no, so so I then did some maths. (laughs) (laughs) And and from that day, to get to 50 empty cans, I'd have to drink a four-pack a day. Doable. I mean, you're Russian. Healthy, but... I'm... <laughs> yeah. It 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 sounds doable, but... though, for two weeks. Mm. I got I got, right. Well, well. Depends how you 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 need to drink a lot to get drunk, though. No, it's, it's not. It's not. Right. It, well, it's not even about getting drunk. It's just the pure volume of it, like. How big are the cans? Yeah. Are well, they not like coke can big? Yeah, like they're three thirty, but still. So like I. I Start lunch and you'll be fine. <laughs> so, I started doing it, and like two days, and I was thinking, like, yeah, this is this is doable. I'm I'm definitely gonna need to not drink afterwards for a bit. But 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 this is manageable. But, but this is manageable. Mm. Uh-huh. And then I think I got about five days in, ish, I think, and um. And I was kind of starting to feel, eh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Shit. Yeah, after, <laughs> after having what four or five cans per per evening, um, uh-huh. and then that's when lockdown happened. So uh-huh. I was like, ah, okay, I wonder how I'll get these cans to them within the next mm-hmm. week and a bit if everything's closed. So. 
I emailed them, being like, guys, what's what's going what's going on with your offer? And they just said, I put in a shift. How do I get rid yeah, of it? Yeah, and they were just like, yeah, sorry, it's not happening anymore because of the lockdown. Oh, that's so oh good. You've never drunk almost 50 cans in <laughs> so like two weeks thing for is, them to turn around and say it's not happening. Thing is, I have a fat box of empty cans sitting in my room now. How much, oh. how have, you, how much have you drunk up until now then? Wait, let me, let me count. That's Master. such a madness. That's such a shame as well. Especially because you were feeling like, ugh, after drinking so many, and then it's just like, yeah, jokes. To try and knock back 50 cans of beer in two weeks and then get told, nah, uh, it's not happening anymore, is a bit rough. Uh, so I'm currently on 40 cans. I reckon I would have been on about oh my God. 30 by the time... That's so close. By the time lockdown happened. I'd say I was on 30. Oh, man. Oh, what a shame. Feel for you. Yeah, it's you put a... You such a shift. That is harder. That is more effort than I put into any yeah, of my work. It's a shame. Year, <laughs> and uh, I've also... Imagine saying, oh, four hours of this piece yeah. of work every day. You couldn't do it, but four cans <laughs> of the dog. Yeah. I've also uh, st- yeah, started exactly. started dabbling in ultimate frisbee, or rather just... <laughs> Or rather no. just, or rather just frisbee You've not throwing. One of them. <laughs> oh my god! What am, a week am, for Nikita. St- Frisbees and to... fifty cans. Did Katie get you into this? Yeah, on our on our daily runs, she was just like, well, "I'm gonna bring a frisbee one day." I'm so disappointed in you. After a whole year yeah. of all of our flats slagging off Katie for doing <laughs> ultimate frisbee, you've gone over to the dark side. <laughs> I have no other sport to do. That was one of my favourite interactions was at Kieran's uh, 19th birthday thing, Chrissy. And we were chatting to Liam and then he was like, oh, I've got to get up for uh, half past six tomorrow. I've got training. And I was like, oh, cool. What's your training for? And he was like, deadly serious, straight face, ultimate frisbee. (laughs) And I I I think I laughed so loud and he was like, what? And I was like, nothing, like, I was not aware that people took that seriously. Um, and he was like, what? No, like, it's an important... And I was like, right, yeah, cool. And the left being like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> I mean, you know <laughs> Katie's been chosen for Team GB, isn't it? Team GB! Thing is, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's actually harder than it looks. I'm sure it is. It's just funny. I'm sure it is. I just <laughs> yeah. still feel that we have the right to laugh at the title of Ultimate Frisbee. <laughs> so, this week... I've uh, I've been dabbling in some baking. Ooh. Nice. What have you been I baking? I feel like that's gone disastrously. Um, along with the rest of Britain, apparently, there's no flour in any shop. Um, <laughs> everyone's like, fuck it, I'll do bakery cake. Um, actually, Christy, I'll have you know, this is the first activity I've done for the podcast that hasn't gone badly. Um, oh, well done. To be fair, I have baked quite a lot before, um, but I've not baked, like, quite well because obviously i haven't baked like since being at uni like cakes and stuff so i was like fuck it i'll dabble in it especially because it was my mum's birthday on sunday and i was gonna yeah. make her a cake anyway considering there's not much you can do for somebody's birthday in lockdown apart from like make a nice cake for them and spend time with them you can't really like presents are hard to buy yeah so i was like right i'll put the effort in and make her like whatever type of cake she wants um, and then try and bake once or twice again through the week and like i'll do that for the week so it actually went well. I'm proud to say knitting, disastrous. Running, atrocious at first and has been quickly forgotten. I need to try and get back into it. 
but the baking has actually gone really well um the first cake i made was actually so tasty it was like a chocolate and orange like jaffa marble cake that sounds horrifying sounds not to sag you off i just fancy hate jaffa cake fuck. how dare you <laughs> it didn't to be fair it didn't taste overly orangey or chocolatey it was quite subtle but it was very nice i um, believe you can pull it off cheers babe have you made any banana I bread because fucking... i heard that is a phenomenon I, i've heard that I that apparently that and shaving your head is the thing to do. So banana bread's gonna be maybe I'll maybe I'll do that in a couple of weeks time. Aaron's gonna shave his head. Um, oh god. Oh god. That boy. I I can't stop. I, what I'm thinking about is head. it will have grown back by the time I get to see him. Therefore, it's fine. Nikki is just straight up clocked out. <laughs> I think Nikki should shave his head. No, don't shave no, your head. That's what no, I'm saying. Shave your head. Your damn no, shave your head. Don't tempt me. <laughs> <laughs> I texted my friend shave your head and she I've went already, don't tempt to be full stop I've, I've already considered trying to give myself a haircut with like with trimmers oh see if I'd stayed in St Andrews I could have given you a haircut I can't imagine anything worse <laughs> excuse me I'm an artist I can see how that would go I know you're an artist but you would be overcome by this urge to just shave a straight light yeah I probably would be yeah. I wouldn't and you do cannot it. fight your internal urges what if I did do the skinhead then you just like extra gopnik which is fun yes I, 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 I would look like a neo-nazi <laughs> a plausible point <laughs> Survey says no. <laughs> um, <laughs> I so I also made a cake for mum's birthday. Um, I asked her what she wanted, kind of expecting her to be like, oh, just like a birthday cake, something that I could like ice really fancy or really nice. And she was like, oh, well, my favorite type of cake is a Victoria sponge. And I was like, simple, fairs. easy, fuck it, let's go. Simple. I would say simple, but can be hard to master. Like there's a fine line where it gets like where you to get it right <laughs> sorry wildly kicked my sister in my foot <laughs> excuse my squeaky door um and that actually went well um it was actually really nice everyone enjoyed it i think i did a really good job on that one so i'm proud of myself congratulations marble cake i did fuck the marbling um i over marbled as such <laughs> It's just a blend. You gotta put That's the, still fun. Gotta put the skewer in and like mix it about. Like it said, just put the skewer in and mix it about. Like do one rotation of like trying to marble it. But I wasn't convinced that I'd marbled enough, so I did it like two more times. Um, and that just caused it to just mix. So I fucked it. It's all the same in your style. So if I did it again, I just need to marble, marble the one time rather than all adding extra rotations on. So, um, but my highlight I think of the week was having just baked this cake, I was on the call to the CS boys and yeah, Aunt Jodie. Um, and my mum came into the kitchen and I full on had a breakdown, uh, laughing, like slapping the floor. Like she couldn't breathe because the cake was smaller than she expected, which I think perfectly sums up how we're all losing our mind in lockdown. <laughs> she was crying that hard because the cake was slightly smaller than expected. Damn. She was literally literally crying um and everyone's going like what's wrong what's happening is that your mum and i'm like my mum is laughing and i'm like what's wrong like what's so funny and she's like it's just a bit smaller than i thought it was i was like mm, okay i guess 
I guess this is how isolation works now, so you know, that's great. But yeah, the cakes went, went well, went down a treat. Super happy about that. So, you know, it wasn't a complete disaster. I'm proud of myself that one of my podcast episodes hasn't been atrocious. Hey. It's all I can fucking ask for, so yeah. It's pretty good. Nice. I should point out, you, you heard how squeaky that door was when my sister came in. Yeah. It's been that creaky mm-hmm. for, like, years. And my mum has said, like, do you want to go get WD-40? And I was about to agree to go oil it until I realised that if I leave it squeaky, if someone tries to come in and kill me in the night, I'll know. Why? Yes, clever. <laughs> I've tricked it. Big brain time from Christy. <laughs> it's because I'm constantly afraid for my yeah. life for no particular reason. <laughs> that, that's all. Maybe all it's those, all the horror yeah, films you horror, have been watching. All those horror shows are teaching you. Well, this was years ago, but you know, same vein. Yeah, I appreciate it now. It's very obnoxious. No, it's good being like able it. to hear when people are coming. But you will. Yeah, you've got the laptop on full ways. The door's super squeaky, so that you're super aware if people are hacking in or breaking into your to your room. I mean, if they're like hacking in, like I don't have much of a choice anyway. But if they're trying to be sly about it. <laughs> And they can. I don't know what. I don't have any weaponry in my room. Like I'm completely unprepared. But at least I'm gonna know. <laughs> at least I'm alive, like awake when I'm being killed, compared to unconscious and unknowing. So. Now you mention it, <laughs> unconscious sounds a lot nicer. Get that WD forty out. <laughs> oh dear. Well, oh my god, I can't believe that's been an hour already. Has it? Yeah. Time. Yeah. Time flies. It's so madness. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> Why are you? Why? Nikki, I just gave the most unimpressed glare. There. It was it was coming from me as well. Oh, thanks, team. But yeah, thank you so much for joining me. You've been wonderful guests. Thank you. Up to some interesting yeah. stuff. I hope lockdown's not treating you too badly. Thanks for having us. Eventful. Yeah, thank you very much for inviting us. Bye, guys. That's Vidanya. <laughs> what does that mean? Goodbye in Russian. I was swapping with Nikita our identities for saying yeah. goodbye. Obviously. Mm-hmm.